You were nothing but a hound dog. Crying all the time. That's my Elvis impression. Well, he tilts the mic like that. Just trying to be historically accurate. Welcome to Bubbles and Books, a podcast about two of the best things in life. Books and champagne. Brought to you by Amanda and Ellen, co-owners of your local independent bookstore, Dog-Eared Books in Ames, Iowa. First, give me a cheers. Okay, we're ready. And books are sexy. Okay. I need to pop some champagne, you guys. Me too. Do it. Um, this is Prosecco. It's from Italy. Oh, I like Prosecco. Yeah, it's from this town called Gunigi. Bemidji? Gunigi. Oh, where's Bemidji or Bemidji? Isn't it? It's, it's with a G. Where's that at? Bemidji? Bemidji's in Minnesota. Okay, thank you. I knew it was a real place. Uh, Bermuda is in a triangle. So Bermuda. This is uh, one, one of the most. One time Holden said to me, I wrote it down on Facebook, something like, how about if you ever run into some Bermuda triangles, you better know how to swim or something like that. <laughs> you better get out, get out of the triangle, get out. Okay. I just want to tell you that Guneji is one of the few remaining historical towers still standing today in Italy. Mm. So it has a beautiful rooftop garden and oak trees. It's supposed to be delicious. White peach, acacia flower, green apple. Let's see. Ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Pop it. Oof. Bubbles are always a good idea. Always. So, Ellen, um, while I pour up our drinks, why don't you tell me, <laughs> what are you reading? And if what? you're reading multiple things, tell me. I'm tell me about so it. so many multiple things. Tell me about all the multiple things. Um, notably, I am reading Saint X. By Alexis Schenken, I think is mm-hmm. his last name, who wrote Elsewhere, which I read last year. And like, I've been watching the Hulu show. Yeah. Um, but you want the full story. You want the full context. Yeah. And what I like about this book so far is that it's takes this story that we've all read a million times, right? Of the murdered. Or disappeared girl on vacation. Yeah. Foreign destination. It's like a very Natalie Holloway vibes. But um, I apparently have to pause to pose for a photo when I'm talking about missing and disappeared women. I know. I think that's tacky, Rachel. (laughs) It's definitely not Natalie Holloway vibes. It's Natalie Holloway vibes. Local guys involved. She's hanging out with them. Like the way that she's perceived as being Mm -hmm. like this party girl, whatever. Anyway, it's... The way that she's writing the story and the direction that it's going is not, I feel like she's calling out a lot of the assumptions we make or the intent we have when we consume stories like that. Right. And so like, she she's messing with us. Yeah. Uh, and it's really smart. And I like it a lot. Um, I really enjoyed her follow-up um, elsewhere. elsewhere. Yeah. It was... Again, she's messing with you. She's playing some interesting games that force you to think, consider, wonder. I really like her as an author. Yeah, yeah. That one's really good. What else am I reading? Oh, I'm getting back to the Heaven and Earth grocery store. Awesome. That is very good. I'm going to be starting that one soon. I know. Um, 
And I started <laughs> The Living Remedy by Nicole Chung, which is a memoir uh, that I've been wanting to read for a while. Um, and it's about her sort of dealing with her parents' aging and medical concerns, more medical concerns, because when her dad is in his 60s, he dies of diabetes and renal failure. Wow. And Nicole, who is... Um, was adopted from Korea. Her parents are white and she's living on the other side of the country, you know, like in her thirties has a good job. And she's kind of put in this position to try to take care of her parents because she realizes that her upbringing, which she always felt was like a very middle-class upbringing. Like she never felt like her parents struggled with money. Mm -hmm. turns out they did like a lot of people do, right. They look like they're not struggling, mm -hmm. but they really are. And, um, they've got these medical debts and she's trying to help them and she can't really. Um, she's also across the country and it's COVID. And so um, there's a lot going on in it, yeah, but so far so good. I think that's interesting because you and I both are the daughters who live near our parents. I mean, it's yeah. a different situation. We're not she's only children, but we're oldest, you uh -huh. know, and I think being... I don't have any sisters. Unfortunately, I only have brothers. <laughs> but I think being the oldest and being a girl, mm -hmm. you kind of have this sense of responsibility. Mm -hmm. Like, And we're at that moment in life yeah, where and our I mean, parents are And my parents are doing really well. Yeah. Like, There's no issues there right now. But I do feel like when it gets to that point, <laughs> I, know who, I know who's going to be responsible for, you know, helping them me i can literally walk to my mom's house in a minute so you know i can walk to my mom's house in like 15 minutes uh -huh. <laughs> that sounds like a really great memoir um, yeah what are you reading so many things just because my brain is kind of scattered and i feel like you can get really nicely hooked into something and that will pull you through and you'll really enjoy it for quite a long time and then you're like, well, what do I read next? And it's that anxiety of wanting something to just take you out of your brain and your life for a while. Um, I was reading The True Love Experiment, which was just a delight. We had Christina Lorne in town. I wanted to be able to speak knowledgeably about their outstanding book. They do offer some of the most delightful, steamy, fun characters in contemporary romance. So just finished that. Started The Celebrants by Stephen Raleigh. On, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Gunkle. Yeah. The Gunkle. Okay. Uncle, yeah, the yeah, Gunkle yeah. and Lillian the Octopus. This is his newest. It is about a group of five friends who made a pact in college when one of their college um, besties. We don't know yet how he died, but you imagine it involves a wildlife with lots of drugs. Um, and they wildlife with drugs, wildlife with drugs. All right. Not like wildlife, like the environment, like wild. Oh, OK, I was thinking of like uh -huh. drugs in the forest. No, he was a wild <laughs> child. But they Mariah make this taking six ibuprofen. Yeah. <laughs> in college that they don't want anyone to ever die with things left unsaid. They don't want anyone to ever die not knowing what they meant to their friends that they were loved. So anytime someone needs to have their funeral, they'll be there for each other. So when someone got a divorce, 
They had her funeral. She was in a moment of crisis and she needed to know she mattered. When somebody went to jail for art fraud, they gave him a funeral. But what we uh, that's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I like that. One of the friends is asking for the funeral, called on the pact, but his relates to a health crisis that may mean his ultimate goodbye. Okay. So that's how far I've gotten into it. I'm also reading Murder Your Employer because apparently all of our employees have read it <laughs> and I need to know what's coming for me. We need to find scary. a comparable title. Yeah, I know. Right. I, I'm going to search for one. Okay, Ellen will write it. It's a little scary. Um, there's a reason <laughs> I'm an employer, not an employee, because I can relate to some of the grudges held by these employees who have gotten to the point that homicide is the only logical thing, but it's written. <laughs> well, I, if, I hope none of our booksellers have arrived at that point yet. I mean, I'm still alive. Yeah, so we've lasted two years. <laughs> We're doing okay. Um, but it is written like a textbook for a university that teaches people how to kill smartly because, you know, killing happens and you might as well do it the right way. <laughs> yeah, don't be stupid when you murder someone. Right. So it's kind of like an Fucking intro. <laughs> intro. They're making, the, they're making their techniques and expertise more widely available to the reading public since not everyone can afford or gain access to this secret murderous school. And they give several examples of cases that either went well or wrong so that you can learn from them. Um, I think it's fun. It's got a killer cover. Um, but there's like, I'm I'm so funny. (laughs) Killer cover. There's just a million others I want to read. I'm going to be reading the Heaven and Earth grocery store. Um, yeah. So that's where I am right now. Yeah. I'm going on vacation next week. So I'm going to load up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know exactly what I'm going to bring with me yet, but. I thought I was going to read this weekend, but I didn't. So I was just recovering from our last week, which kind of brings us to our topic of conversation. Dun, dun, dun. We had <laughs> Christina and Lauren, Lauren in the house. Rachel made sure we got a picture of them in the actual store. And then they also visited this house, the dog house, where we record our podcast and sign nine billion copies of their books. And then we hosted, with the help of our amazing team, headed up by Emily Riley, events coordinator, and Rachel Trainum, the Swiss Army knife of our team. She does everything. Plus, I have Katie Vanderpool and Jessica Spora and Mariah <laughs> McGuire. We're dropping everybody's last names in the podcast. <laughs> I love our team uh, because, you know, it's a lot to figure out how to host 150 plus people for the first time with authors of that magnitude. We had a killer game of MASH. We learned a lot of fun details about Christina and Lauren. Like, I feel like I, we, we were privy to special information. Uh, we learned that they are good, kind people. They could be in your book club, and you would love oh, them. Oh, hey, Lovey, I didn't even know you were here. Yeah, Lovey's in the house. <laughs> she sighed. She didn't get to go to the event. Um, it was hosted at Torrent Brewing. The team there headed by Andy, who is a Gilbert graduate, you know, because that's how Ames rolls. Everybody knows everybody. True. My husband went to school a year behind him. They busted their asses for us. They made a delicious cocktail. Fizzies, fizz, elderflower fizz. It was also a very strong cocktail. Which is the kind I like. I was like. Listen, I had 
Okay. I had three uh-huh. over the course of two hours. And I was shit faced. And they it was were, really funny. And they were not this big. Is what Ellen sounded like. Rachel. They were I not big cocktails. Food. Do you want to hear a video of my mom and Ellen singing Mbop? Yeah, I do. We went to Applebee's and it was enjoyable. Did it help? It did. Good. I've been there. I'm just saying. You Better know, to normally do it amongst if you friends. have three smallish cocktails in two hours, you're not going to be drunk. Um, they were really good. They That's, were really good. I'm I, just saying. Listen to that harmony. Yeah. That's a happy night. Had by all. So we're so proud we were able to host authors of that caliber. But it is not the last you'll see from Dog-Eared Books in our Cocktails and Conversation series. We are super excited uh-huh. because we have reorganized um, and set kind of like a high bar for our author experiences moving forward. Um, it's called Cocktails and Convos. Christina Lauren got us kicked off. How about you kicks us off? <laughs> <laughs> How about Amanda kicks us off? <laughs> yeah. Paul kicks. Also, I think we would be remiss to not mention the cereal, which is really magnificent. Kicks has staying power, but go on. Okay. Okay. You don't eat kicks? Oh my God, the cereal. The cereal. What you think? I was thinking like cereal, the podcast. (laughs) Nope. I'm talking about- Kicks aren't just for kids, peeps. (laughs) No, that's that's tricks. Tricks are for kids, but kicks are for everyone. Okay. I still like kicks. Man. Well, Paul Kicks is a local Iowan, but he's a big name around, he, around, a- <laughs> around the country. <laughs> he's written some really amazing books, which is why Des Moines wanted to bring him in for the Avid Author series, a very prestigious series. But guess what? We get to have him local here in Ames. You don't have to drive all the way down I-35 with all those annoying psycho commuters. Yeah, and who wants to drive through Ankeny? Yeah. Just kidding, Ankeny. Just kidding, we love you. But like, it's way easier to meet him and more intimate. Plus, what is our series called? Cocktails and Conversations. Which means you can it have a cocktail. Means there will be cocktails. Right. We're talking about as his book. As well as conversations. Yeah, about his book, You Have to Be Prepared to Die Before You Commit Again to Live. It is his account of 10 weeks in Birmingham, Alabama in 1963 that would shape the course of the civil rights movement and the future of America. One of the reasons he was compelled to write this book was because he is raising two biracial children. Um, it will be moderated by Jess Fora, one of our amazing booksellers and managers who grew up in the town next to Paul Kicks. Uh, when Paul Kicks' mom called to find about, out about the event, Jess answered the phone and they were like, oh my God, I know this person and you know that person and we're basically <laughs> family. And these people went to this dance together and you know that person? So that's how Ames rolls. That's the kind of intimate experience you're going to get if you come <laughs> to the Paul Kicks event. I'm pretty sure Paul Kicks went to high school with my high school boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, see? See? It's all in the family. It's this all in is the family. a really lovely local event, but with a very big name, prolific author. So that will be Wednesday, June 7th from 7 to 9 p.m. Really close. Um, And this is a ticketed event. Mm -hmm. The ticket includes the book, a personalized signed copy of the book, um, as well as experiencing the event. Yeah. 
We love it. So get that signed up for that one quickly because we want to know you're coming. Um, a week later, on Tuesday, June 13th, again, 7 to 9 p.m. This are, is this going to be a really cool one. It's going to be fun and wild. It's going to be wacky and crazy. Because Emily's really excited about it and she loves the circus. So it's the first bright thing, J.R. Dawson. This is a debut author that I think some of you met at Heartland yep. Forum, right? Delightful individual has written a magical circus book that takes place between the two world wars has great uh representation of gender and sexuality um has period elegance um has mystery if you liked the night circus you're gonna love this so um emily is planning some circus theme decor and activities so it will be a night at the circus at dogyard books and I will say, this is on my TBR. I have not read it yet, but Mariah read me an excerpt. And I was like, that's really good. So I picked up and I read the first few pages of the book. And you know, like when you start a book and you can tell right away, like, fuck, this person can write. Mm-hmm. Fuck, this person can and write. And Ellen is really the judge of that, like, you guys. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to reading this book. I bought um, circus pants. And I think this is... <laughs> I think this is one, uh, this is a debut author, but definitely one worth following. Yep. This and, is someone's going to blow up. You know, you could say, I met J.R. Dawson back in the day. At Dog-Eared Books. At Dog-Eared Books. And Amanda wore circus pants. Yep. And, and Lovey jumped through a hoop. Yep. She promises to show off her circus tricks. All right. The next one, she just stopped by the store. It was so cool. I was working on Saturday. This is um, in July, July 20th. Um, Thursday, 7 to 9 p.m. It's Amy Adams. What a cool name. You know? Like the actress. Yeah, like the actress, but even more... But cooler. Cool, because she lives here. She wrote a part biography, part anthology called The Observer. It's a tribute to Olaf Walden, a 19th century Iowa naturalist. His story is special because he studied the land... When Iowa, it's a record of what Iowa looked like when it was wilder, before we had plowed it all over, turned it into farmland. Um, Olaf was born in 1886 and was able to interact with flora and fauna we no longer see. So this is for all our like naturalists. We have so many readers in this area. Find out what Iowa used to be like. Amy's the expert. So that'll be really fun to have her. I think we need to do a floral cocktail like something something with made an Iowa with an Iowa plant an Iowa plant a weird weird Iowa plant we'll do some research for you Amy then we have the next week July 27th 7 to 9 our very good friend Genevieve Gornachek yes is going to be back in town she used to live in Ames she was a bookseller at her store we were very sad to see her leave to go back to her hometown in Ohio. We understand but the draw of the home state. Her first book, The Witch's Heart, was fabulous, totally blew up. And this is her second book called The Weaver and the Witch Queen. So Genevieve will be here. Her book releases that week. Um, and we're she's so excited done, to welcome yeah. her back. She's done some really cool research on Viking Age She's totally into that Viking Norse mythology shit. Like, she has, like, Viking metal. She does does Viking reenactments. Yeah, clothing. she's for real. She knows the legit details. Not, and it's about. She's for real. um, Sisters, which I love. One's missing. The other's a witch destined to become the queen of Norway. So she traveled to Norway as part of her research. She did. And she attended a metal festival, which I learned 
that they're in the Venn diagram of people who are into Norse mythology and um, death metal. It's like basically a circle. Really? Really? Yeah. But so the witch's heart is very much rooted in Norse mythology, but Mm -hmm. this one is really about rooted in Norse history. Okay, cool. So it is a departure and- A more realistic representation versus a mythological setting. Okay. Yes. Another person we met- Who's going to be on our podcast. Because we get around and apparently we're drinking some really hard liquor with we him. We get around. Yep. Joe Milan. Don't forget it. From Northwest Iowa has written a book called The All-American. Um, it is amazing. It's about high school senior Bucky Yee who dreams of playing college football. So he takes his, his football days very seriously. But the government deports him. Um, And the South Korean army conscripts him into the army because everyone has to serve their time and he's of that age. And he'll have to learn the language, something he never had, fight in a war that he knows nothing about nor cares about, um, and come to understand his family legacy. How is it that he came to America um, without proper papers? And who is he and what will he become? So we're going to get into some of the, like the South Korean um, culture. I'm very excited. I think Joe seems like a super cool guy. He's from my husband's neck of the woods. So it's like what you're saying. Iowa knows everybody. Yeah. I'm like, Forest City? I know where that yeah, is. No. Listen, this is what I'm saying. North Central Iowa is like, there's nothing up there. And so if so sometimes people will come in the store. This is what I told my husband. This happened fairly recently. And they'll say, like, oh, when I'm like, do you want to start a customer account? They'll be like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't live nearby. And anytime anyone says that, I'm like, oh, where are you visiting from? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, like, North Central Iowa. Or they'll be like, an hour north of here. And I'll be like, what town? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, you wouldn't know. And I'm like, try me. Mm-hmm. And so the last time was this guy. He's like, Belmont. I'm like, fuck, I know Belmont. I used to go to dates at Pizza Ranch in the movie theater there. My husband's from Kanawa. He's like, what? My farm is in that church near the Kanawa Blacktop. And I was like, fuck, my great, my husband's family's farm is like two farms over. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> it's not a real aisle right now. Yeah, <laughs> it's the way it goes. But it's like, there's nothing really, when people ask my husband where he's from, and he says, Kanawa, most people, unless they're from that area, have no idea. And if you're like, well, it's, do you know where Clarion is? And they're like, no. And we're like, do you know where Mason City is? And they're like, yeah. And we're like, it's kind of far from there, but that's like the closest <laughs> <laughs> that I can get you on the map. <laughs> Thank God for Google It's really maps. like about 50 minutes from Mason City, but. It's, yeah. it's a general right direction. All right. If so we anyway. have enticed you. If you have been enticed, if which you are curious, you probably have been. Yes. Book curious. You need to come to our website, dogearedbooksames.com. We have a tab for our author series. All right. And so we're click keep on, click on, it. yeah, click on every single one and sign up, get a book. And um, these are ticketed events. And one of the things that we want you to know is that, um, Part of the reason we're ticketing these events is that we want to make sure that these authors who contribute so much of their art to us, you know, sell their books. And so there will be a few exceptions. Amy Adams um, book will be open to the public. Her event uh, will be open to the public. You may come. Well, they're all open to the public. Yeah, it's free. Yeah. And hers will be free and um, books will be available for purchase. That was uh, her request. But uh, our other authors, we just really want to see their books get into people's hands. So you get the opportunity to read um, their life's work. And one question that I've had a couple of times is... 
And I think this is like a lovely date night. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, my spouse and I are both want to go to this event, but we only need one book. And my answer is like, you know what? That second book would make a great gift. Mm-hmm. So think about who would like that book and get right. it personalized for that person. And you right. can give it as a right. birthday gift or graduation mm-hmm. or Christmas or mm-hmm. you know whatever you mm-hmm. celebrate. Merry Christmas, um, Grandpa. Merry Christmas, Grandpa. Happy Read Father's book. Day, Dad. Exactly. Thank you, babysitter. <laughs> All right. So that's where you can go. Uh, the main page, joggeredbooksames.com, author series. Check them all out. It'll be continuously Check updated. Check them all out. Check them all out. Check them all out. <laughs> As we expand into the fall. Um, but in the meantime, we have some books hitting our shelves this week that we want to tell you about. Um, the first of which I already mentioned, it's The Celebrants by Stephen Raleigh. And uh, as Alan said, he's the author of The Gunkle. Um, so I actually didn't make the connection of Lily and the Octopus, which, yep. duh. Mm-hmm. I didn't read that because there's a dog and it sounds like it might die. It might not. I might be full of it. I steer clear of dog books because that's a rule. You want me to read it and tell you if the dog uh-huh. dies? Uh-huh. Okay. That's what I'll do. And it can't die at the beginning. It can't die it at the end. It does need to be a list on our website. Yeah. Books where the dog doesn't Sure, die. we'll work on that. Here's books where the dog dies, because you know what? Some people are a glutton for punishment. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. true. There mm-hmm. would not be so many movies where the dog dies. Right. Oh, my God. I was watching a TikTok where a kid watched Homeward Bound for the first time, and she's, like, crying about the old dog <laughs> being like, I'm too tired. I'm like, why am I? This is horrible. Why are you videotaping your kid being tortured yeah. by dog death? Ugh. Anyway, rude. Um, so yeah, you can read that one if you want um, a heartfelt, comical reflection on aging and friendship. Then we have "Goodnight Irene" by a guy with the last name Luis Urea. Alberto Urea. Urea, yeah. And this is a World War II story, right? Red Cross women who were called the donut dollies. They provided comfort and food to Americans and Europeans. I need a donut dolly in my life. I know. (laughs) I think she's called Rachel. Rachel, will you be my donut dolly? We don't often ask for donuts. We're like, where's the champagne? Yeah. It's not not like one more thing. It's not that big a deal, Rachel. Um, What's a alliterative, what should we call her? Our champagne... Chauffeur. Chauffeur. Yeah, she's our champagne chauffeur. Um, We'll get you a vehicle that bubbles up the top. Um, And then (laughs) another notable in her cover comes from Martha Wells. I've been wanting to read Martha Wells. I've never read Martha Wells. Okay, sci-fi fantasy great superstar wrote the Murderbot series. This is her first novel in a decade. It is about power and friendship and trust and betrayal and the families we choose. Okay, so it's called The Witch King. Thank you. Out Tuesday. All right, in paperback, super exciting. Rachel's been working on this one because we have so many signed pre-orders. Let us know if you want a signed copy, even if the sky's falling. It's an anthology that includes a story from local romance author Denise Williams. So the premise is a warning siren goes off across the country that says like a meteor is coming and life is over as we know it. What do people do? Then when we find out it's like, you just be like, okay, who fuck? Yeah. Literally fuck. What do I want to eat? What do I want to do? Like they want to fuck. It's a romance book. Okay. I would want to like eat Cheetos and binge watch shows. (laughs) Steamy. Denise is steamy in this one. So it falls six couples. I imagine it's six different authors. Then Um, what happens when the world doesn't end? So this is 
this is a lot of fun. You get to sample a lot of great authors that Denise respects. Happy Go Lucky by David Sedaris is coming out in paperback. I read this one in hardcover. They're essays. He's hilarious. He is ridiculous. He does not like children, which I find so much fun. He wants to treat them as adults. I don't either. Just kidding. <laughs> um, his relationships with his siblings are hilarious. It's like they're still a bunch of kids. But this is um, about his father, his complicated relationship with his father Getting through pandemic, um, death, siblings. He's hilarious. So he's, I mean, he's been putting out these humor essay collections for decades now. Forever. And they're all very, like, personal. Like, they, they're they all, like, refer to his family members and his friends. And there's, like, these recurring people. And I'm like, how do you keep coming up with such great new material? It's his observations about every freaking thing that is. He's, it's like a great comic. Everything he encounters in life has the potential to become an essay. My favorite is when he was the Christmas elf for a Santa visiting place and talking about being an elf at a, a Santa place nice. at the North Pole. Um, we have a cool contemporary romance coming out called Once More with Feeling by Alyssa Sussman. She wrote uh, Funny You Should Ask. That's not very popular. Funny you should mention that. I know. It's a great cover. It is. Um, this is about a like super famous pop star named Katie Rose. And she's dating the super famous male lead of a boy band. Obviously. But then she falls for like someone else in the band. And oh, it blows shit. up. That her career, things. her fame, everything is over. And it's 10 years later and she has like a normal life, but she's given the opportunity to bring back her love of music starring on Broadway with the man she fell in love with <gasps> a decade earlier. So it's like the one who got that away. I'm learning really these tropes. All right. Um, and kids, there's a really exciting one coming from an Iowa City author. Our Penguin Random House rep cannot say enough about how much she yeah. loves this book. We will have a whole bunch with signed book plates before the bright before. Um, the author is Catherine Nolte. Delightful, sweet. She sent us book plates. Um and it's a magical adventure about two siblings who want to find a treasure that will hopefully save their family. All right. And then um, that's Amanda, Yeah. What's popping at the store? Oh, my God. Thanks for asking. <laughs> well, we just launched the Summer Cheesy Reading Challenge. And launch it. Did we ever? It went to Pluto. That's still a planet. Yeah, we see you, Pluto. Yeah. And the that's cheesy how far it went. reading challenge has arrived. Yeah. All the kids. At your planet's gates. <laughs> yes, are so excited because they have new books in their hands and they have our lovely booklet designed by Rachel that helps them track their reading. And Listen. our adult reading challenge launched as well. Also super right. popular. Right. That's a bingo card. With the purchase of an adult book, you can get a bingo card and we have a fun collection of challenges that you can meet to achieve, you know, a bingo in any direction. Go diagonal, go straight up and down, what side to side. Ever, you have choices. Right. You even have a free one in the middle. Oh. We made it easy. You get a $10 gift card if you complete your challenge. Now, if you're a kid and you hit your reading goals, minutes um, set per age range with the help of a youth librarian, Tomvi, uh, we made appropriate reading goals for you. You can do it. Less than 10 minutes a day. 
You know, if and I was a kid and it was summer. If you do it, you get a pizza. Because if you, you read, read pizza, pizza will come pizza. to you. It's a law of the world. It's written in stone. Yep. You have from. What were those stones that Moses had? Yeah. It's on one of those. Tablets? The tablets. It's on one of Moses' tablets. Yeah. 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 It's like the 11th. Rosetta Stone. It's it's on <laughs> it's on somebody's stone. Yeah. Anyway, it, it was there. They just decoded it. That's what those <laughs> symbols meant. Anyway, um, now that we've established the new law of reading and pizza, you just need to know that you can pick it up anytime now. Purchase a book, you get a pamphlet to track your reading or your challenges. You have all the way until Labor Day to meet your challenge goals. If you do it, you get your reward. If you don't, lame. Cry. We will accept no excuses. You have plenty of time. Right. And then you'll have till the end of the year to get your pizza from Great Plains Sauce and Dough, which, you know what? We need pizza way more often. Like, why would you wait? Just go. Yeah, just Every it, day. Done. Every day. You need that pizza. It's my favorite therapy. I got <laughs> a cookie from there because they were out of slices. I was going to get a big cheesy slice. I did promise J.R. Dawson Great Plains Pizza because they promised it. Oh, so apparently J.R. Dawson wants Great Plains Pizza. We will pizza. get J.R. Dawson Great Plains you. Pizza. We got we, you, girl. We got Person. You. She they. She they. Thanks. Okay. Tomorrow. I'll read you some stories. Yes. Tomorrow, Wednesday at 10 a.m., Amanda will read you some stories. Yeah. I might read you some silly dad stories because Father's Lovey Day is coming up. on. Yeah. Lovey. Lovey practices her good sitting skills. And if she sits nicely and listens to the story till the, the end, she gets a reward with the help of my little reading friends. I love them so much. <laughs> Every Father's Day, I always get my husband a dad mug and a tie. And he's like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> like, I don't have room for these mugs. I'm like, put up a fucking shelf. I don't care. Yeah. Display them. Yeah. So I I bought him one and it's like in a box. Surprise. And like the label is like sitting like by our front door and it's like rad dad mugs like i wonder what this could be i'm like i don't know (laughs) um all right we also have another story time these are our events this week we love the kids we give them the cheesy reading challenge we have story time and then on saturday we have a special farmer's market story time in tom evans plaza with the author Brittany jacobs who wrote this book called duck duck tiger about a young girl who feels different from those around her and worries no one will like her. So it's a message of acceptance, just the way you are. The reading starts at 10 a.m. in Tom Evans Plaza. So it's right in the heart of the farmer's market. And books will be available for signing, personalization, and purchase at the store afterwards. And that's what we got going. We just love the kids this week. That's all there is. There was no more. Keep the champagne, champagne flowing, flowing and the books going. going. Or whatever. Remember, uh, subscribe, like, follow, because you want to find out what's happening in Dog Your Books every single week. Yep. And if you don't live in Ames, you can always follow us on social or hit our website to order books. Follow us at, at Dog Your Books Ames or at Dog Your Books on TikTok. All right, listeners, keep the champagne flowing and the books going. This is so great! It's so great!